Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday. How on earth is it September? Can someone please show me a calendar, show me a clock, and tell me where the time and the days went? I start school in two weeks, and I feel like I just started summer last week. It flew by. And granted, I had a lot of things going on. I also finished my first three classes of my plus 30 continuing education for my teaching career, passed all of my classes that, (laughs) you guys, that was such hard work. I cannot explain to you, my brain right now is just absolute mush. And then I'm like, well, I need to go (laughs) start school year in two weeks. Hopefully my brain can unmush itself within two weeks, but the jury is still out on that one. But I am really excited to get back to the classroom and start a new school year. I also took one of my certification tests because I will be teaching um, a self-contained classroom this year. And so I had to uh, finish up my special ed certification. So I'd take a certification test. So that was also something that went over this summer that I took it. And so I'm just waiting on the results for that. So things are in motion. I can feel the times are changing. That summer, unfortunately, is officially over. Here in New York, it has been quite crisp breezy up in here that it's been like 60s and 70s and breezy. My AC hasn't been on and my windows have been wide open, which I absolutely love. And I think, and millennials just, you know, let me know if you agree with this, that the older you get, the more excited you're, you are for fall rather than summer. That's just like an observation that I found within myself, my friends and like social media that I remember like, you know, my teenage years, my my youth of childhood, even college, I was so excited for summer. But now like being like a real life adult, I am so ready for fall, for the harvest decorations, for pumpkin picking and apple picking and... um everything pumpkin spice um a few of my friends have already gotten the pumpkin cream cold brew from starbucks i'm just like not ready yet but like it's 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 brewing it's happening i might be getting a cold brew at some point but i just like love fall it's the weather's cooling down i'm an italian woman who sweats so the summer humidity on Long Island isn't my best friend. So when it's fall, you get to wear the big sweaters and the leggings and the flannels. I know I sound very chuggy or basic right now, but you know what? Those things just bring me joy and I am proud to say it. So 
without any further ado, let's get the ball rolling here. So before I get the episode started, again, I want to thank you guys so much for the support and sharing things with me via DM of what you want to hear and also just tagging me in your stories, letting me know the topics that have really stood out to you. And I've been really happy and fulfilled and excited for the guests I've been bringing on here. We've been having wonderful conversations, which is bringing even more collaborations. So thank you guys so much for listening in your car, while you're working out, going for a walk, cleaning, however you are listening to this podcast, wherever you are listening to this podcast, you guys are amazing. And I am so eternally grateful for you all. Now, just to talk about some of the continual links that are in my show notes, the growth mindset guy, my boyfriend, Nate, October 2nd, he is doing the bike to the beach, 50 mile bike marathon. And For his marathon, you can donate to the cause for people with autism and disabilities. The link for his donation page, writing for an amazing cause, is in my show notes. So if you feel fulfilled or you want to donate some of your money, any money matters, of course, in some way, shape, or form check out my show notes. The link is right there. The link is also in my bio on Instagram. It'd be amazing having your money go towards a great cause. Another donation that is in my show notes, and it's been there for a while, is helping kids receive backpacks and school supplies. With the school year starting, it would immensely help so many students and families and teachers if you donate a small amount to the donation website. So if you're looking to put your money to a good cause, those two donation links are in my show notes. And also the bike to the beach is in my bio on Instagram. Speaking of fall and then September, you guys, a new round of the 30 days to healthy living for Arbon is out and about. Again, the 30 days to healthy living for Arbon, amazing. You get an immense amount of fantastic products for 30 days and you get to reset and recharge your body. It's not necessarily for dieting or weight loss. It's all about reconfiguring your energy and your nutrition and resetting your body for the new fall season. So I love always doing the 30 days to healthy living. You guys might see this on my Instagram stories all the time where I'm showing you my smoothies that are using the ingredients from the 30 days to healthy living. So let me explain to you really quickly what is in this offer. So in the 30 days to healthy living, you get not one, but two either vanilla or chocolate flavored pea plant protein powder, 100% vegan, 100% all natural ingredients, B Corp certified, animal cruelty free, protein powder, plant-based. The vanilla tastes like ice cream and birthday cake combined. Highly recommend. I put that in my smoothie. What also comes with it is the super green superfood spirulina powder. Now that can also go in your smoothie. It has 36 servings of fruits and vegetables to get in your servings for the day. Then you also have your gut health fiber powder. It comes with 12 grams of protein per scoop. 
also for the protein powder that is 20 grams of protein per scoop. And then with the Gut Health Daily Fiber, you get in your fiberness to regulate that system, right? We don't want that gut fatigue. You could put that in your smoothie as well. Then you also get one box of the gut health sticks that you can put into your water bottle. Then you also get two flavors of the OG favorite, the energy fizz sticks that are great for and could be a coffee replacement. It has B vitamins, guarana, ginseng, and green tea for natural boost in caffeine to energize you. The gut health sticks have ginger, probiotics, and prebiotics to regulate again your system. And I usually have the gut health right after I eat lunch at work. Okay. Then what also comes with the 30 days to healthy living is also a clean tox tea. It is a hot tea and it is made to cleanse your liver and your kidneys to detox those organs, right? Those organs are the ones that flush out the waste in your body. Highly recommend. It tastes amazing. It tastes like eucalyptus and mint, heavenly. And it's just a way to again, reset and recharge your body. If you are interested in the whole package or a few of those products, or maybe just even one that you want to try, please feel free to send me a DM with any questions that you have. I'm here to help you. My experience with the 30 Days to Healthy Living has been amazing. I have felt so much more energized with natural energy. I drink less coffee. I used to drink two to three cups of coffee a day. Now I only drink one because of my 30 days to healthy living and the products that are inside it. The gut health fiber and the gut health sticks have immensely helped with de-bloating my gut and also helping me with my own gut fatigue and regulation. I cannot tell you how much impact the 30 days to healthy living has had on my own self. My friends that have tried a 30 Days to Healthy Living have told me it has changed the game for them. So if you're interested, please feel free to DM me and I will answer any questions that you have. Okay, so we're going to head off to our next segment. You guys know it's time for a shout out and the Doing Well Daily quote. First, the shout out is to the Instagram account called We Evolve Health. So it's We Evolve underscore health underscore. This account is a self-love and motivating community. It's here to help people heal, optimistic thinking, getting in touch with your emotions and inspirational quotes. This page, if you ever need an uplifting and healing quote and also account support, this is the account to follow. I cannot tell you every time the content that this Instagram creates, when it pops up on my feed, it just makes me stop and think and switch my perspective and it brightens my day. It really does creating fantastic quotes and also quotes that motivate you and heal you. This account also is an amazing support account. Always liking content, commenting, and letting me know that how the post impacted them. So thank you, We Evolve Health, for being such a great support account and also creating content that is helping others. So now let's move on to 
the doing well daily quote. Today's quote is, let's root for each other and watch each other grow. Let's root for each other and watch each other grow. I think personally, now more than ever, you guys, now more than ever, we need to root for each other and appreciate each other's growth. As humans, we thrive in supporting communities. We do not thrive in division. We thrive in unity. And rooting for your friends, rooting for coworkers, rooting for family members, and helping them grow and watching them grow is such an amazing experience. There's too much competition going on. There's too much judgment that's going on. Why are we doing this? Take a minute and pause and think about for the last week. Did you root for anyone? Did you show support to anyone? Did you experience a growth with a relationship because of the support that both of you give, whether it's family, friendship, significant other, and realize that, hmm, I really didn't take a moment to root for anyone else, but I want everyone else to root for me. That seems to be a very um, common theme in society lately. And not giving credit where credit is due for someone, or if like someone has a successful thing, but you're like, oh, well, everyone succeeds in that. That's not good enough. But it's still a success. There are so many people, you know, it's actually really funny that just popped into my head like a memory. So many people when I went to grad school um, and I was getting my master's degree, some people didn't want to walk for their, their master's graduation. And I remember having a conversation with people and they're like, well, everyone gets you know, a master's degree these days and like a lot of fields require it. So getting a master's degree these days is like getting a bachelor's degree. Same thing when walking for my undergrad, people are like, I'm not walking. Everyone gets a bachelor's degree. Like it's very common now. And I'm like, just because a success is common doesn't mean it's not valid and valuable and amazing. There's so many people that aren't rooting for each other for success because that particular success is so common or it's the baseline success. But it still took so much hard work. So instead of trying to outdo one another with success, why don't we start rooting for each other for any type of big or small success? Because any type of success requires hard work, dedication, and focus. And it's not easy. So going into this week on this wonderful Monday, go into this week and try your best to root for someone, whether it's a significant other, a friend, sibling, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, cousins, co-workers, Instagram friends that you follow and support, root for them. Because success doesn't always need, you know, words of affirmation, but it makes the journey towards success so much better. 
Okay, so let's dive deep into this episode. It's called Permission. And the last couple weeks have been a lot. That's why I also didn't post an episode last Monday, August 31st. The reason is, unfortunately, we had to put to sleep my dog Kirby. I got him when I was 14. He was 13 years old. And unfortunately, you know, when you have dogs or pets in general, you wish, but they don't live as long as you do. And he was simply, his body was shutting down due to his old age. And, you know, our dog owners out there, or I feel like maybe also cats do this too, I'm not sure. But once a dog stops eating and can't get up to go to the bathroom, it's kind of unfortunately the telltale sign of, you know, the end of their time and it's their time to cross over the rainbow bridge. And it kind of happened so suddenly. It was a slow process with, you know, he started not liking certain food that he was always enjoying, getting picky with his food. And then within you know, a week, his body was starting to completely shut down. And my family and I, we had to make a serious decision. So we had um, a vet come to the house, do the procedure and all of those things. And for some reason, my body wouldn't let me be upset or my body felt very numb to the experience. And I was like, obviously very upset. Um, And I was heartbroken. Um, But, and I didn't really too much cry in the moment. And I kind of also wanted to be like strong for my parents and all those things. But it was just like another bad news an unfortunate event that happened. And just to give you a quick recap of the last like two years is unfortunately my grandmother passed away um, in 2019. Uh, She's my mom's mom. Then my grandpa, who is my mom's dad, unfortunately passed away last year in 2020. Um, And then now this year, um, my family dog, Kirby, we had to put to sleep in 2021, along with the overarching gloom and stress um, of the pandemic and the overarching stretch of stress within my own career, my own family, all of those things. And over this summer, it just felt like what's going to go you know, next, what's going to happen next? What's the, what's the new stress that I'm going to have to get over and things like that. And I've noticed that I wasn't giving my body, my soul permission to feel the emotion. And I'm a very passionate person. So I feel things very deeply. And so when I feel, I feel really hard and it really hurts when I have to feel sad emotions very hard. And I've been feeling sad emotions very frequently and it hurts a lot. So 
it might be my body's defense mechanism having me feel numb because it's just another unfortunate event that's happened within the past, you know, couple of years. And I feel like a lot of people right now are kind of feeling the same thing within their own right, whether it has to do with the pandemic, their job, their own family, um, unfortunate issues that are going on. And I've also been seeing a lot on, you know, social media too, of just everyone's just starting to feel numb. Like, what's the next thing I'm going to have to hurdle? I don't have time or the energy anymore to feel through emotions and heal correctly because I need to move on to the next stressful thing that's coming up. And it, it's not good. (laughs) to put it, you know, plain and simple, that I want to feel the emotions deeply. I want to feel the grief deeply, the sadness deeply, Um, not so much the stress deeply or the anxiety, but, you know, remember emotions are visitors, you feel them through, and then you let them move on. And I think not letting myself feel the emotions to the extent is the reason they're not leaving. Think about that. So many of us are saying, you know, I feel really stuck and I feel you know, anxious and sad and stressed and unhealed and, you know, hurt and broken. And I think the general collective is we're not giving ourselves time and a moment to feel the emotions to the true depth that they're supposed to be felt. Because if think about like the pandemic, remember when, you know, we were locked down, but then all of a sudden people, you know, were working from home where they started to actually go back to work. And the saying was, oh, this is the new normal. We have to get back to normal. We have to get back to normal. And it's like, we didn't have like time to grieve the, the lockdown or grieve the losses that we had in the pandemic, the job losses, the family losses, the friends lost, like anything. We didn't get to grieve the loss because we had to go back to work because work didn't stop. If you were fortunate though to keep your job. I know a lot of people unfortunately lost their job. And I think the society way and not just in jobs but overall like trying to like get back to normal as soon as possible didn't let people heal from the traumatic event of living through a pandemic and so we have all of these emotions just like inside us and there's so many emotions that our body can't handle them. So now I think a coping mechanism or like a defense mechanism for our body is just to feel nothing and not allow ourselves to feel the sad, the grief, the anger, the frustration, the stress, the anxiety, the depression that all of a sudden now we're just it's kind of like desensitizing and i didn't really notice too much until that last you know the past couple weeks where unfortunately i i didn't get a chance to even grieve for the loss of my dog 
because I was also just so busy with doing my plus 30 classes. I had to get projects done by a certain time. And that's what I'm, do you see what I'm saying? That, you know, yes, life does move on, but like give yourself a chance to grieve. And I think we're just so busy all the time. And there's just so many things that we have to do that we're not giving ourselves time to grieve and or you know cope through the anxiety or vent out the anger whatever that it is and then you start to feel guilty as to why i didn't like you know feel should i feel more upset should i feel more angry like what's the deal i was kind of questioning myself you know should i have cried more and and should I really like let myself out for it? But my, it's so, it's just an interesting experience that my body just won't let me because of just the constant amount of stress and loss that's been going on. And I'm talking about this because I feel like a lot of us are going through the same sort of process. And you feel like you're kind of just going through the motions in survival mode, like emotional survival mode is what I, I I think of it as that you're just trying to get through the day to get through your emotions and because you need to get things done. So don't worry about the emotions you need to get like your tasks done. And I wanted to make this episode for my wonderful growth mindset gang that are listening. And you can also share this with your friends as well, that I'm giving you the permission. Feel out the emotions a collective permission to let your body and your emotions process themselves together because your emotions have a bodily reaction and so in order for the emotion to pass through your body helps that process you know, when you're sad, you cry. So your body, right, exudes those tears and things like that. You're angry and, so, you know, you have to maybe go for a run and go work out or just, you know, scream, just yell and just let it out. And so in order for your emotions to move on, your body interacts with the emotion. And I feel like a lot of us aren't giving ourselves permission to do that because, you know, it could be a personality type. It could be, you know, you're the tough person, you're the strong one in the family, you're the stoic one in the family, whatever, the, you know, the role that you've given yourself with emotions that I, I, my body and my mind is like, no, you're not allowed to cry because you're the strong one when it comes to emotions. You need to, you need to be the calm one in the situation. You need to be the shoulder to cry on, not the shoulder that's crying. I think a lot of us feel like that. And so then we, our minds don't give ourselves permission because that's not our role. We're not, quote unquote, the emotional one. We are, quote unquote, not the sensitive one. We are, quote unquote, not the one that lets our emotions get the best of us. We're not the vulnerable one, right? Like those are all the things we tell ourselves of why we can't feel out certain emotions. But I'm, and sometimes I feel like we need an outsourcing person to say, it's okay. Because our internal 
voice is so built up and our like internal ego of our emotions is so built up that it's not letting us do it because no, you're the strong one. You can cry. You're not the crier. And then you don't cry. And it's also that, you know, when people try to console you, when you're upset, you're stressed, you're frustrated, you're anxious, and like you, your body doesn't let you get that support. For example, for me, my body doesn't really let me cry in front of people. I need to cry in solitude. And so, you know, sometimes for people like that's, they don't like to cry in front of others and that's totally fine. And, but I'm, I'm realizing it's, it's sort of an inauthentic moment, at least for me, this is me personally speaking, that, you know, after the procedure was done and we put my dog Kirby to sleep, um, you know, peacefully went over the rainbow bridge. Um, my you know, growth mindset guy, Nate, he was over because um, he was keeping my other dog, Chicum, the Chihuahua, in the car with him. So he wasn't like barking at the vet that I was in, causing more stress. And when I was in, so I sat in the car with him afterwards, with him and Chico. I, you know, teared up a little bit, a couple of tears fell, but I couldn't like let, for some reason, I couldn't let myself hysterically cry with my boyfriend. My body wasn't letting me because it's just been so much like desensitizing and I, my body doesn't want to let me fill out the emotion so deeply because it will be, it's such a deep emotion. And I've, you know, been sitting with myself and just like thinking about it. And, you know, when my grandparents passed away, I was obviously very upset. Um, and I, you know, teared up and tears did fall. But I didn't, like, let myself grieve to the extent, and especially in front of others who were trying to console me. And so I'm giving myself and sharing with you, the listeners here, Give yourself permission to feel the emotion fully. Because what I'm fearing is happening, at least to me, and it could be happening to you, is I'm be- my emotions, I'm becoming numb, not really empathetic. You got to move on. Life keeps moving forward, which, you know, life does keep moving forward and, you know, but in order to move forward in a healthy way, it's really important to feel the emotions and not be afraid of the experience that will come out of feeling the emotions all the way through. I admire people who are so vulnerable with their emotions. Like I admire people like that because I... I'm getting better at it, but showing 
the uh, you know the bad emotions if you will such as you know sadness grief um anxiety anger i don't f- let myself fully feel those emotions and wonder why i'm feeling this way and what solutions can i create it's kind of more like you know what suck it up move on you got things to do people to see life moves forward and because in the role of my family i'm i have always been the quote-unquote the one with like the stoic emotions or the stable emotions or like they always joke the no soul um where my sister uh, my older sister erica you know sister's guide to self-care she was always the one who would be more vulnerable with her emotions and so my parents would then have to take care of like her emotions and so as the younger child i felt that i can then not show my emotions because I was like taught subconsciously somehow, some way that showing your emotions is weak. And I was the quote unquote good child and I can't be weak and show the vulnerable side because that was my sister's role, not mine. And I'm like the the good student, the good child, the reliable one, you know, the stable one, the strong one. And then they joked the one with no soul because, you know, I would just wouldn't cry or you know, things like that. Um, at least in front of people. And, you know, as an as I'm an adult and I'm learning more about myself and going through the mindset journey, I'm realizing that, like, you know, it's not healthy to interact with this, the sad emotions like that, where the only negative emotion that's, like, not even encouraged but more acceptable is like the anger like show anger is you know a normal asset in you know my italian family as anger is associated with toughness in some way but all other emotions aren't and you know the sad emotions aren't so if you're sitting here listening and you're upset you're stressed, you're anxious, you're mad, just about anything that's going on in your life. I'm giving you permission that just feel them out, experience them, experience, experience, experience them. Because then there's this weird experience of FOMO of emotions, if that like makes any sense. Like this is just my brain figuring this out. I'm talking like very authentic right now. There's no script. I didn't even write an outline. I'm just like speaking words as they come to my brain. And this like emotional FOMO. There's the ice cream man, please hold. Is it Mr. Softy? So I'm gonna close my window, please hold. <laughs> Anywho, emotional FOMO is like, how I would describe of, you know, I want to feel my emotions deeper and I feel guilty when I don't feel my emotions deeper, not wearing your heart on your sleeve. You know what I mean? When you're, when the role that you've always had in your persona and your ego, that you are the tough one. Um, 
and then you just you're like oh like should i should i have cried more should i you know moved on so quick should i have you know healed that emotion before i did something else and i've always thought my personality my mindset type was always like don't let them see you cry like don't show them your weakness don't show them any of those things and show them that you know you can handle anything and you you are a boss and you will move on and you are just going to keep doing your work and keep you know life's not stopping so neither are you and then all of a sudden you like look back at things and you're like wow i didn't i didn't heal because i was just too busy getting things done and then you look back and you're like dang i should have just you know expressed more because then you feel like the regret and guilt of like should i you know did people think like you know i didn't care or i'm not upset and you know you you do think about that like emotional guilt or emotional fomo if you're not as vulnerable and upright with your emotions with others. And then I've also seen that if you don't heal through the the sad emotions, you then start to become numb and just like, you know, oh, another thing, you know, it's, it, it's really detrimental to your mindset and your perspective. And you really just have to like step back. I never, and you know, agree with me if you want, I never give myself a chance to like step back and just like, you know, be um, in the, the grief or sad moment. Like the, the day that, you know, we had to put my dog to sleep, I was like, you know, now I need to like, how am I supposed to do work now? And I like had to do a project because it was going to be due soon. And I was like, all right, so how am I going to, okay, so how can I break up the day to get my work done? Like didn't give myself even a chance to, you know, grieve fully. And, you know, then um, Nate and I, we went on like a bike ride. It was a beautiful day out just to like, I was like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do work today. Like, what am I even thinking? I'm not even going to do work today. Like I'm going to go on a bike ride and, you know, just kind of move through the motion of what happened and granted my house also is like a wreck right now because my parents are doing a lot of remodeling um so there's workers also like always constantly coming in and out of the house obviously not on that day but I've always I all that week too I was like you know at Nate's apartment because I was trying to get work done there was a lot of noise going on in the house and so like after it happened, you know, I had to pack up my things and go to Nate's to like get go get work done and which I didn't do. But just the fact that like when the when our family also made the decision to do it, I was like thinking about, you know, how can I get work done? Because that's how my brain has constantly been in for the I feel like the past like two years because 
the way society has been going around is we haven't gotten a chance to like stop and like think about what we all just like went through and our own family just went through and you know jobs and school and everything and we're becoming at least from me and the, this experience is like desensitized of oh okay this was another terrible thing that just happened and now i need to move on because there's just been so much terrible things that just on repeat i feel like so what i want you all to do is maybe at the end of this episode just pause and sit with yourself and just like think about the emotions that you're feeling and really just like sit with yourself and think about everything that's been happening around you lately and have you been skipping out on the experience of your emotions and have you healed through those emotions or just keep plugging that band-aid on it and just keep moving on and when that when the band-aid falls off you just keep you plug another one on but eventually the band-aid's not gonna be enough it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a big explosion that happens and you're gonna burn out and feel overwhelmed and you know the drill that happens or maybe after this episode take out if you have a journal and just like writes about what you've been feeling and did you process the emotions or did you just move on and get over it and now you're like feeling nothing anymore because i feel like that a lot of us think that we don't have the permission to feel out our emotions because there's just so much so many things that are going on in the world and with our and, and then also within our own world but what's really important is to move through them because to heal from the sad emotions you need to feel them fully and move through them so whether you know if you're really upset just crying it out tell me you don't feel amazing or just at least better after like a really good cry talk to someone right heal through the verbalization of the emotion you know a trusted friend family member if you have a therapist talk to them and then if you're feeling anxious right use the coping mechanisms of journaling going for a walk, listening to calming music, reading a really good book, go work out, listen to an uplifting podcast, use essential oils, just give your body rest, do positive self-talk. If you're angry, also feel through the emotions. Maybe if you want to talk to someone, be like, hey, listen, I just need to, I'm angry right now and I just need to get the anger out of me and just verbalize the anger, right? Don't ask for any advice. Just, just talk about it. If you're angry, also go move your body, go work out, feel the anger out through physical activity. Also, if you're angry, you can journal about that as well. You can journal about your anxiety. If you're angry about someone or something or a circumstance, write an angry letter to that person or circumstance and then rip it up afterwards. 
that's also i've done that before amazing experience i never wrote so fast in my life but what i'm saying is don't move on from the emotion don't hold on to it either right don't be stuck in the emotion there's a there's a very important spot you need to be at don't stay stuck in that emotion use routines and coping skills to feel the emotion fully and then heal from it then move on right if you're grieving if you're sad you can talk to someone about it you can write in your journal about them you can i always love going through like pictures of happy memories with them talking to people in that circle that have also lost them and fully feeling the emotion. Do it. You will not regret it. Slow yourself down. Because at the end of the day, if you're not okay, nothing matters. It's so true. If you're not okay, you cannot complete the tasks you need to do. You cannot be the friend that your friends need, you know, the significant other, the family member that you need to be for others and serving people and doing your job and being happy and fulfilled. You can't do any of those things if you're not okay. And you're not okay when you don't feel your emotions fully, cope with them, heal through them, and then learn from them. So what I'm going to do after recording this episode is I'm going to journal and look at pictures of my wonderful big bear of a dog, Kirby. He was a chocolate lab. And I'm going to write about all the wonderful things he provided for me as being my dog for 13 years. He got me through high school, college, starting of adulthood, the fun memories we had. And knowing and saying that we made the right choice in the action of putting him to sleep, putting him, you know, he was suffering. And, you know, going through pictures and just like looking at, he was so cute, my dude, he was so cute. And just feeling the grief of losing a dog. Because, you know, I just handed in my plus 30 stuff and now like, I'm like, okay, I have a chance to just like, feel everything that I needed to feel a couple weeks ago because I didn't give myself permission to feel it then because I thought my my coursework was more important than my soul work and that's no 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 telling y'all that's not the way the soul work is more important than your coursework because your coursework is not going it's going to be trash and you know what I'm a pretty good student. I'm not going to lie to you. And my final projects for my other two classes were I got A pluses on them. And the last project for my plus 30 class, I still passed the class, still got an 80 in the class. Because I didn't let myself go through the grieving process and just like didn't care, you know, 
to let that emotion feel out and just worried about the coursework that caused so much it caused so much stress and anxiety to myself that my final project for that last class was trash it still passed barely still passed for that project got an 80 for the class but passing as in like a 68 okay because I didn't slow down, which caused me to be very anxious and stressed and just had no motivation to do the final project. I just winged it, didn't really care because I was just so stressed and anxious because I didn't let myself grieve that moment. So now I'm going to learn, right? We learn from our emotions and I'm going to feel out the emotion after this podcast. And again, You have permission to feel out all of the emotions, good, bad, ugly, experience them, heal from them, learn from them, do not stay stuck in them, and do not ignore them because we're human. And emotions are part of the human experience. And emotions are here to teach us something. To make us better humans. I love you guys. Take a moment after listening and try some of those things to go through your emotions. Also, Google is your best friend. And YouTube is your best friend. If you're not sure of what types of coping skills can help you get through a certain emotion you want to try and heal through on your own accord, Google it, YouTube, see ways that you can get through the emotion you want to heal from and all your emotions and are valid, just so you know. So don't avoid the emotions either because you don't think it's valid because it is. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, which is at the Growth Mindset Gal. TikTok is at Growth Mindset Gal. And also Twitter is at Mindset Gal. Also make sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. You can leave a review on Podchasers. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.